Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. Okay, so for me, if I have my eyes closed, I can be anywhere with anyone. Right. Not maybe you. Let's talk about let's talk about stroke game. Okay, the stroke game. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Guys, guys, gotta get this stroke game. They do have to get their stroke game up. That's when you're closing your eyes. You're just thinking about another shit. Right, right. There you go. Keep moving that time, bro. Look the ceiling. Hey, everyone. Well, guess what? Welcome back to the second episode of what I hope is going to be an ongoing series of Straight Talk with Sir. Uh, Of course, myself. The curious girl, Layla, and I have Sir Inc. on again. Yeah. Yes, and we're here to just go through. We've decided that maybe about once a month, we're just going to hit on some crazy subjects. You know, we're going to have, you know, just going to sit here, shoot the shit. We've got our drinks. We're just going to let it fly, you know, see what happens. The first thing, though, I wanted to bring up is, did you see what I sent you today? You got a lovely compliment from one of my followers. Yes, I did. And I appreciate your follow. And what was their name? You know, it's a handle. Okay. Yeah. So I don't remember their handle off the top of my head, but they just had some. Well, thank you. Yep, they had some very complimentary things to say about you. Orla Ninja. Yes. Thank you so much. Yep. And then, uh, of course, I also told them about King Space, that they should go to King Space. Yes, they should. Yeah, kingspace.net. Guys, if you want to be able to blog your little porn hearts out, that's the place to go. No censorship. You're free, you know, free to be. All you kinksters, even if you're vanilla and you just, I mean, you can be vanilla and get flagged on Facebook. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. My account got flagged for a picture of a woman licking an ice cream cone legit right just a vanilla ice cream cone i'm like really maybe it could have been chocolate but it's sexually explicit it was a legitimate just woman looking you could take it any way you wanted she's just looking at ice cream cone right anyway ridiculousness i can't stand the ridiculousness so that's why we have king space that's why you got kingspace.net yes so everybody should be migrating over there it'll be so user-friendly such an easy transition if you have facebook it's exactly like facebook yeah but for kingsters but for kingsters people that want to post stuff that the censors will pick up on other sites yeah that's where they should go and if you want the functionality of a beautifully well put together site that runs just like facebook if not i think a little bit better instead of some you know, some of these sites are, you know, wanky and they're not aesthetically pleasing. You can't have groups and all that. Yeah. I mean, this is really the place to go. You did a, you hit it out of the park. So thank you. Yes, you're welcome. All right. So let's jump right in. We have our first little subject here and you made an interesting comment to me and I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. We got to explore this. That's right. And that is coming with your eyes open versus coming with them shut. Right. And tell everybody what you meant by that and what your point of view is on that. Okay. So coming with your eyes open is like a funny thing that guys, my friends, we joke about, we talk about like when you're having sex, 
when you're making love, you're making love with your eyes closed and you, you know, you're feeling everything. And when you come in, you're just embracing that, that universal connection. And, you know, it's all, you know, it's all you all in. That's personal. But when you do it with your eyes open, it's more raw, animalistic. You know, it's less loving. It's a little less loving and just more erotic and more sexual. And sometimes a guy, if he's with someone that he's not trying to be falling in love with or being emotionally connected to deeply, might want to think about just coming with their eyes open. Okay, this blows me away because okay. for me, it's the opposite. Okay, really? Yes, yes. I mean, when you're, okay, let me break it down. There's, I guess I'll compartmentalize it. If you're- Let me say this. Well, maybe I'm gonna let you go, but maybe it's because women are more orgasmic and women, and for men, it's more, our orgasm is more concentrated. So it's not like we feel our orgasm all over our body. Our orgasm is straight yeah. coming out of our- penis, right? And maybe because women are just more orgasmic, y'all guys still have, y'all still um, have different orgasms after y'all come, like little quakes, right? Your legs will still be shaking. As a man, once a man comes, it's It's like a wave, it rolls. Yeah, we're like a roller coaster. We're going straight up and then boom, straight down. Uh It is the biggest climax and letdown of all time. Yeah, ours goes like up, 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 and then it goes boom, 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 boom. Right. Yeah. Right. And for us, it's straight up, straight down, unless you got your yeah. eyes closed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is why I love talking to you. Like, I learn the best stuff. Okay. Now I'm going to make a notation to myself because I want to bring something up regarding that later. So, but for me, the reason it's different is <laughs> because if I have my eyes, okay. So for me, if I have my eyes closed, I can be anywhere with anyone. Right. Not maybe you. Right. <laughs> and if my eyes are open. If I'm coming and I'm like looking at you, I cannot be eye gazing at you. That is going into deep waters. Boy, that is where we're hitting in the making love zone. We are in the love zone. What's like, I'm like, I'm always like, oh, don't make eye contact. No, look at the ceiling. Look, you can have your shifty eyes. Do the shifty eyes. You know, they don't need to know you're just like not, you're totally avoiding eye contact. But avoid eye contact is basically what I'm saying. Avoid it, avoid it, avoid it. So uh, I will usually just close my eyes. And then, because another thing too is when my eyes are closed, and it's funny that you mentioned the difference in the orgasms. When when my eyes are closed and I'm not distracted visually, Uh it helps me orgasm more often and more. Right. Because I'm not, you know, I'm just focused on the sensations that I'm feeling. Right. So I'm wherever it's coming from. And I can just kind of be like, you know, like just totally like my eyes are closed. I'm just like, "Mm, I'm in the moment. I'm feeling it. I'm taking it all in. There's no distractions. I'm not like, oh, look at that. There's a crack on the ceiling or, oh, look at that. This guy never vacuums his carpet. Right. You know, (laughs) there's a breadcrumb in the corner. I mean, like literally like these little, you know, I can just be, it helps me be more in the moment with my eyes closed. Okay. But if I have to look him in the eyes oh fuck it's no 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 that's my scary place okay so when i say come with your eyes open i don't necessarily mean make eye contact i'm just saying you could be looking straight ahead you like if i'm on top i might be looking straight ahead at the wall or something else you know uh, i'm not, i'm not trying to make eye contact <laughs> if it's not someone that i want to be connected to in a very intimate yeah in a more intimate way now, but if it is, if it's someone you want it to be a little more of an intimate experience, are, are you making eye contact? I'll make eye contact during sex and I'll close my eyes when I come. So what does it mean if you leave your eyes open when you come? I mean, I'm trying not to. This is straight sex. 
Like, this is about sex. This is not about feeling it more. Okay, so if they're open, it's about straight sex. If you're closing them, it's about more... More of an intimate experience sexually. Like the opposite almost, yeah. And listen, that might be my thing and our joke, you know, around my, amongst my friends. But everybody has their own little pet peeve, you know. Some guys feel like if I pull my, I'll have sex with somebody I don't want to be connected to. If I'm having sex with someone I'm, I don't want to be connected to, I'm not going to take my pants off. I'll pull them down, but I won't take them off. Like people got all kind of <laughs> crazy little pet peeves, you know. Yeah. So my thing is, you know, little ticks. Eyes open, and then you got some guys that have a three fuck rule where you don't fuck her past three times, or it's going to go a little deep. I have never heard of the three fuck rule. A three fuck rule. If you fuck somebody past three times, it's automatically, it starts to go into somewhere that you might not want to go. Is this true? Yeah. I heard guys say if three fuck rule, you fuck her three times and be done. Because after three times, it starts to become routine, starts to become something more connected, actually. And you might not want to be connected with this person that way. I've never heard that. The three fuck rule. Is this like a guy thing? Or do you think women have that too? I don't know. I heard guys say that. You know, definitely a three fuck rule. Fuck them three times and move on. I'm telling you, this is why I want to do this straight talk with Sir series. Because I mean, I just, there you go. I learned the best stuff. Like shit. I never knew that. It's stuff that guys talk about. We got to get the, I want all that stuff. That's the stuff I want to pull out of you. I want to get all uh, the I'm not going to give too much away, guys. Okay, well, you can dole it out little bits at a time, but eventually, trust me, I always dig, dig, dig. If I can't go through the okay. front door, I'll go through the window. Like, eventually, I'll get it out of you. I know you. <laughs> I, I know I got to have a house with a whole lot of doors for you. I'm tenacious. You know, I know you are. <laughs> oh, Lord, I know you are. Okay. Now, let's talk about, you. we were kind of discussing this. You sent me a voice memo, and I listened to it, and I was like, Jesus, this is a great topic. Like, we could have done a whole show on this one. But I want to go over, you were talking about your experience with women, you were saying, trying to basically kind of change you to suit their needs. Yes. And you were saying how common it was for, you could have, you know, be saying to somebody, hey, this is my style. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I have to have. No doubt about it. These are have to have. Right. And then it's not really their thing, like maybe a vanilla woman, but she's she's digging you. And she's like, oh, sure. She'll go along with it saying, oh, yeah, we can do that. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. But she knows what she's really trying to do is change you. Right. Well, not necessarily. I think what happens is, and I'm going to tell you how this game goes with someone. Okay. They'll be like, hey, great guy. I really like your men to you. I know you do your, you know, I know you went to the BDSM thing. I'm submissive. All right, great. Mm. But they know that I'm not maybe a straight, a one-woman kind of guy, right? I'm more, and people say poly. I'm just single. And if I'm single and I don't live with you, right. I don't feel as though I have to be beholden. monogamous. 100% to be monogamous. So what happens is they'll explain the way they are loyal to a man. In a way of like, I'm very, you know, I'm very, I'm submissive, you know, I'm very loyal, I cook, blah, blah. So they build this whole thing of how great of a woman they are. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, okay, I I would love to be with you. Okay, you be with them, right? And then slowly but surely, they try to chop those things that you do down. 
as a way of questioning it. Like, what does she mean by this on your post? It's to get to watching things. Well, I don't know. The way she said it. So now it's, I told a friend of mine that we were talking about this. And I was like, listen, if I was to be your dom, you would only just try to stop me from doing all the stuff that I was, I'm doing. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you, you would. Yeah. Because you, you explained to me the way that you love and you demand attention. If I'm giving any attention to anyone else, you're not going like that. And that's going to become a problem. And that's like forecast. That's not an unrealistic forecast. It's, it is who she is. I've known her long enough to know this how she is. We've already had this kind of interaction before. And I'm like, are you just going to try to stop all the stuff that I'm not maybe stop it, but you're going to try to. It'll be a problem. You'll try to curtail it in a way that makes her feel She'll try to curtail it in a way that it makes her feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. But that still affects me from being who I am. Right. Instead of coming in and say, I accept him for who he is and how he and what he does. You've heard me talk to people before. And, you know, I have a very flirtatious personality. If that's something that bothers you, then you should not fuck. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm so sad it has to end. Are you craving more content with me? Don't worry, I've got you covered. Go even deeper with me on my private podcast. You get four additional episodes a month published every Friday, revealing outtakes from my super private personal audio journal, things said after the show but when I'm still recording, the inside scoop on who's been naughty and who's been naughtier, bombshells I've kept to myself this whole entire time, things I can only talk about with a more intimate group of listeners, and additional surprise bonus content so hot it makes even me blush. So when you finish this episode and you're still craving more, please allow me to satiate you. Just head over to thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click on exclusive or click on the link in the show notes. All right, on with the show. But too many people will try to be involved with you. Yeah. Knowing that there's things that bother them in that way and they try to, to make you feel bad about being yourself. Right. Well, I'm a very yeah. open person. I don't have shit that I'm hiding. And maybe that's a problem. I have a, 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 my police system would tell me, man, stop telling people all the shit you into. They just fucking can't. You start fucking them. You start giving them that good stroke game and they're going to want to be more possessive. That good stroke game. Oh, we're getting to that. We are getting to that. That good stroke game. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. So, yeah, you know, it's funny. That will go, that door swings both ways. So, I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about. So, I have found that, you know, it's obviously not with every guy, but with quite a few. Not, uh, you know, I mean, uh, it's a big number that, you know, I say the same thing. It's like, look, you met me on a hookup site. Hello. I have this podcast. I always tell people about the podcast. I, you know, before I didn't tell people about the podcast in the very, very beginning, I didn't tell people about the podcast, maybe like the first five guys, because, you know, I really actually didn't know what I was. That was more of an online journal. Like I didn't know it was going to turn into this. Right. But once it started getting momentum, I'm like, I just disclose it. You know, I mean, for me, it's disclose, 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 disclose. That's my big thing. That's why. I'm just so big into, you know, tell people who you are straight out of the gate. Uh -huh. don't, don't fake. Don't lie. 
don't manipulate the facts. Don't take advantage. You know, I mean, just be honest. And so, so hard for a lot of people to do. It is. But even more so than that, when you are committed to that honesty, what will end up happening is don't believe you. <laughs> right. They don't believe that I, when I say I don't want to be monogamous, maybe because it's coming from a woman, like for some reason, their man brain, I don't know what the fuck, like they literally, they hear it and they're like, oh yeah, that's cool. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Right. And then you go and then you're bumping along. Maybe it's because I went past the three fuck rule. Maybe I should, you know, maybe once I fuck on the fourth time, maybe that's when shit starts changing. I'm going to have to start paying attention to that one now. But, you know, all of a sudden you're getting, you know, possessiveness, jealousy, you know, stuff like that. Them wanting you to only be with them. And I'm like, hey, wait, whoa, whoa, this is not what I said in the beginning. I have everything I've said. I have been consistent. I have stayed the course. When have you seen me veer off of, of it? And they just want to, you know, then all of a sudden this male competitive spirit kind of like they just want to conquer it, I guess. Right. You know, I'm not patting myself on the back here. I think it's more of just like some guys can handle it and some guys cannot. But what I told you was in a dynamic, most uh, more than likely someone, if both people come with, oh, yeah, I agree. You know, I'm not looking, I'm not looking. Someone always goes the route of being more needy in that situation. And I think. All men as and also women can get caught up in that. It's rare to meet someone who can hold the line. That's why people need to come with their eyes and look at the wall or look at the floor. Yeah. Look at the dirty carpet. Don't look in their eyes. Don't close your eyes because you start feeling shit that you don't want to feel. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Maybe they were closing their eyes. Uh, sometimes I think when you have an attractive woman that's yeah. detached from like, I don't want a relationship. Yeah. You want to be the one that she fall for us because that's we men look for challenges. Right. And then when you get it, you'll be wanting to run away from it. That's why I say, look, I'm not sitting here like pissing on my own porch going, oh, yeah, right. all these guys, oh, they just want to, they want me. Right. I think it's more of a conquest, maybe, yes. type of thing yes. that drives it. I don't believe that it's actually because they're just like, oh, she's the one. I mean, not that I'm not fabulous. I am, but. Right. I think so. I just, I think that competitive kind of male spirit kind of kicks in. And I mean, sometimes it's genuine. I know the difference. Yes. There are times where it is genuine and that person right. just, you know, like they genuinely do want mm -hmm. you. But what I'll also say about that is with people trying to change you is it's okay that as relationships evolve, and I don't mean after three days, right. I mean a year into it or, you know, or what, you know what I'm saying? Somewhere down the future, this stuff can change. And again, you know, feelings change, feelings developed. You maybe are, maybe you let one eye open, you know, oh, and then, then both open, you know what I mean? Because you start, I mean, it's when you're with somebody long-term, it can happen. I've been the- yes. I've had that, you know, that's happened to me and you just have to, but the key thing is, is always be open and honest with the other person about where you're at. Right. And the other person is obligated to be honest with you as well, even if it's going to hurt your feelings. Yes. And the problem with all of this, what I find so much is so pervasive, so ongoing. The, the biggest problem with all of this is just flat out fucking honesty. People run from it like the plague. I do not know why. It makes your life so much easier. Just be honest. It doesn't even have to be eloquently put. You could open up your mouth and just spew a bunch of garbage. But if it's truth, it is what it is. And people, like, I think you said that people just don't like, they don't like the truth. I don't know why. I can't function without it. Like, I can't, it drives me up a fucking wall to not, to have less than honest communication between myself and someone else right. that I care about 
even as a friend, even if it's a fuck buddy that we, you know, our friends with benefits, are just a fuck buddy. like, what is the point in not, I don't get it. Like, what is the point? In- right. So I think number one is rejection. And number two is disappointment. And so what? As you and I talk about being open and honest, and it seems very easy to us. Right. And it seems very easy to us as we discuss it, because that's who we are. Those, those are principles that we believe in. And it's not that other people don't want to tell the truth. I think they don't want to disappoint and they don't want to feel rejection. Right. And so I don't think and maybe you and I don't talk about maybe you and I, when we're not on this podcast and we're talking privately, we talk about the difficulties of being honest in our own personal moments. Yeah. Like those things are not easy for us. to. It's easy for us to discuss how we are. Yeah. But it's not easy to do in a moment when you know you have somebody else involved with you who's, yeah. who's connected to you. But you have to say very truthful things because it's better than lying and trying to make them feel better about some shit. It's better to tell them what's really going on so, they, so everyone can make an informed decision Absolutely. for themselves. Right. And those things aren't easy. And so as we talk about this, and I know people here are saying like, oh, and I know someone's saying like, well, they make it sound easy. It is not easy. That's a very good point. And I think once you can take it, you don't always look at it as disappointment. You can only take it as respect because this person is trying to give me information and honest feedback, which, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you've been lied to enough, you'll understand you get to a point in your life where you don't want that no more. And I'd rather you just tell me. Right. Right. Like, even if I was dealing with someone for a year or two years and they were like, listen, this is not it for me no more. You know, point blank, I wouldn't try to do what other people do and hold on and try to force them in, you know, to try to play it out. What can I do to change? If they made up their mind, all right, cool. It doesn't mean that we got to hate each other, right? But we can still be friends. Yeah. You know, but I'll lay, I will lay off of trying to have a sexual relationship with you or trying to go out with you. But we can part on good terms and still be friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so. And that is a good point. The I think where honesty, where the honesty breakdown is, is and the communication breakdown is that people wimp out on being able to just deliver the truth. And I think what you said was correct. You know, they don't want to disappoint somebody. 100%. And they have the person reject them after they tell them the truth. Or just have to reject somebody or feel rejection, right? Either way. Yeah. I mean, if I'm not being honest with somebody, like if there's something like changing or shifting in me and I know I need to tell somebody, yes, I may, it may take me a little while to sort of like muster up the courage and say, of course, because I don't, I want to do it in a, in a, you know, I want it to be done in the right way. It's, it's not, a, not, not that I've always done shit in the right way. Sometimes like I open my mouth and it's just a fucking shit storm coming out. Right. <laughs> and it's not very well thought out. However, uh, you know, the intention is always that it's because I care I'm enough about this person. I can't let them twist in the wind. I can't let them move ahead under a false pretense. I can't stomach it. And, you know, I genuinely want people to know what, you know, what the truth is, even if it's uh, hurtful. Hurtful. And, you know, I'm, I have to do it all the time, like on my social, like, uh, you know, my little my little hookup site. I, ha- you know, I mean, guys, so they'll lead with a compliment. I mean, I get all kinds of shit. Like they lead with, you know, if they, actually what they say is well thought out when they reach out to me. I will say, thank you. That was very kind. That's, you know, it's a, that's kind of like a standard. And I just, that's a response. Cause I figured, they took the time to put together something well thought out. Cause I know the difference between well thought out and just the, Hey, right. you know, like, 
those guys, I, I just delete. I mean, I didn't even respond. I'm like, <laughs> fuck card. Yeah. Hey. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And sometimes I don't even spell hey right. I mean, like, that's oh, the Lord. thing. I'm all, how could you not spell hey right? It right. is such a short fucking word. Yes. Trust me, you are you are right in the short bus when you were younger, weren't you? No I, I have no interest. So I just delete those guys. But then, you know, so I'll say, oh, you know, thank you very much. It's, you know, it's very kind of you. And then I, what I do is I reply and then I delete them. And then they'll, that unfortunately usually triggers more of a response. Okay. And then what I have to do is say, you know, then I just, I have to, I have to say fast and fear, you know, quick. Cause I don't want to waste their time. Oh, and I also just don't want to just like not respond, you know, be rude. Right. So I'll just say, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, I, yes, I, I reviewed your, this is what I'm into, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, they're, they're trying to sell themselves and I'll say, right. you know, yeah, I took a look at your profile and you know, I'm sorry, but I'm just not feeling the chemistry and I wish you the best. Boom. That's my standard. Like right. I'm delivering the truth quick and dirty. But in a kind way. Right. Now, there's two ways to do it, right? I could just say, fuck it. I don't have time for these. I don't know who this guy is. You know, I don't have time to respond to this person. But to be honest, that's the feeling. I'm like, oh, fuck. Do I come on? Do I have to right. really like spend an extra five minutes to say something thoughtful here? Right. When I could just flat out hit delete. Right. But that's the difference. When you're doing the right thing, it takes discipline. Yes. But if you practice it in little ways just becomes a habit. Yes. And I think that you and I have that, that habit. So when we're dealing with people in our personal relationships, our sexual relationships, it's very easy. It's a lot easier for us to just be to the point, direct, considerate. Right. But, you know, when we say this is this, I mean, this is this. We're not kidding. It's not something that you're going to change for me or change my mind about. And I'm sure it's, I know it's the same for you. And the problem is just, I think a lot of people are used to dealing with people that they don't have that kind of self-awareness and backbone and integrity to be like, nope. On other levels, we would say boss mentality versus employee mentality. That's another way to look at it. That's true. You Right. If we shift this out of the personal, and that's why it's funny, you, you'll you see these traits, you'll see these traits. And business. In yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. We can take these traits over right. here and apply them directly to business. And then, and that's why, you know, that's the same way it is for me in, in business. It's like, I am so used to telling people what they don't want to hear. No, this isn't right. You got to right. fix it. I don't have a problem with being honest. And just a lot of what I found is a, you know, it's kind of like, it's, it's a muscle. You got to exercise. You got to work it all the time. You work in it all the time. Don't let it get flabby. Don't let that honesty muscle get flabby because then you're fucked. And, but number two is that, uh, quite frequently, there's a lot of people have a, you know, have a hard time with the truth. I don't know why, but if you're honest with them, guess what? It's not your problem. It's theirs. It's not your problem. And so with that being said, number one, I've experienced that with you business-wise. You're very straightforward and you know, you be like, well, let me, let me tell you about this. I'm Do you like, love it when I come, when I call you in business mode? I'm like, hey, listen, pay attention. Are you doing this? <laughs> let me get my notepad out. And two, I think that we just believe in one, being efficient in what we do. And two, because we have such a business life and a family life, we don't have time in our free time to really fuck around. I'm not, I'm not going to fuck around with my free time and because who, and who I cho choose to deal with. I'm not 20 years old anymore. I don't do shit just to do shit. I don't go out with somebody just because she looks good, you know? So I believe in being very efficient with my time and I don't want to fuck around because my, my personal time is very yeah. valuable. 
Because yeah. before I go fuck it off, I could just be by myself. You like yourself. <laughs> I love myself. I have great times with myself. I'm going to share myself with someone else. That motherfucker needs to know where I'm coming from, where I'm trying to go. And exactly yeah. where their role is in my life. And I'm not going to fuck yeah. around with that. Right. You know, I know. right. That's the difference. Agreed. Okay. This is a, this is a fun subject. I okay. love to use this term because a, you're actually the first one I heard this from like this. Really? Me? Like, Another first? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're the first person I heard this term from. And okay. I love getting, like, I love the vernacular. Like I love learning right. new terms. I'm like, oh, okay. what's that? Yeah. So it's uh talk about stroke game. Gotta get the stroke game up. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, guys gotta get their stroke game up. They do have to get their stroke game up. I just did a podcast. It's not released yet. So I can just give a little blurb about it. I don't actually know what order though this will be released in. But uh I saw socks again and uh, I told him, you know, uh, we need to work on that stroke game. Right. Okay. And he was fine with it. And again, you know, what I kind of want to say is the caveat to that is I think, I don't know, the public service announcement I'd like to do and say is guys, <laughs> stop watching porn. It's right. not about just the, the pound, 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 pound. Right. It's just not right. You got it. You know what? That's, uh, how would I, let me, what's a good analogy for that? That's like being on, I mean, I wouldn't even say you're on the B team. You're not even on the B team with that. You're a C team. Right. The eight, the starters, A team and starters have a good stroke game. Right. And that's because they know how to mix it up. They know when to use what tool and what resource. Right. And they use all the tricks in their bag, baby. It's not just pound, 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 pound. Right. Because- I feel fairly confident sitting here and saying I'm probably speaking for 95% of all women. That doesn't cut it. Okay. It doesn't cut it. You can't just do that and have that be all you got. Right. I mean, it's part of the uh, marathon. Yeah. Right? Yes. It is part of the marathon. It's part of the marathon. Right. But you know what? You got to change your tempo. You have to take a look at where you're at in the marathon. Yeah. Is it time to like put the pedal to the metal right. and just go all out? Right. Or is it time? Are we sitting back? Is our stride right? I mean, right. like, are we in efficiency mode? Like, what are you doing? Right. And a good guy that knows how to, you can have the biggest stick on the planet. It could be the most glorious thing ever. If you don't know how to use that fucking thing, right. that's why that's why I kind of say a lot of times size doesn't matter because sometimes these other guys with the average, medium, small, you know, mm. they maybe by default they had to they had to work on their stroke game and like, well, shit, I didn't come out with this big old huge, right? Yeah, right. I got to work this thing. I got to make it. You know, this is gonna be magic, baby. Right. And when you are, you know, oh my God, when you're changing it up, when you have a good stroke game, that's how you get, if you want a woman to be a cock addicted slut, get a good stroke game. Gotta get a good stroke game. And I mean, the thing about a good stroke game is just being exploratory, you know? You're trying to mix up the strokes to figure out what works for her. That's right. You know, sometimes you need the hip motion. But if you just pounding it, that's just jabbing back and forth. There's no rhythm required for that. You're no. Just, you're just jackknifing. But when, right. when you taking it, when you slowing it down and you moving your hips and you making that circular motion, oh! right? You're making that circular motion. 
<laughs> That's the best. That's the best. What? Well, okay, okay, okay. Wait, I want to stop you right there. I have to. I'm sorry. All right. I don't know what it is about that. We'll call it going around the world. Yeah. Fuck. When you do that. You want to fill her up. You want her to fill everything. And you want to feel. Oh. I want to know when I go around, like, I'm looking at her. It feels so good. I want guys to know this. It feels so fucking good. Yeah. Like, when a guy sits and does that to you, because you know what? It gets your G spot. And right. and there's an air. It's like, so let's say the G spot is at 12 o'clock. Even at nine o'clock and three o'clock from that whole area right there, super sensitive. And when you're circling it, circling it, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, right. oh, right. oh, baby. I yeah. mean, that makes me, that's what I lose it. I mean, yeah. you don't have to be pounding me. If you sit there and just do that, I can't fucking, there's no, you can't. If you're a dominant and you're doing that to me and you're telling me not to come, I'm sorry, I'm going to be in trouble. I can't control it. I, right. That's a game over. Right. Game over. Then don't fucking fuck me like that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I can't do something where I can, you know, I can back off or edge or so right. that that's just a game. That's a game over right there. Like I'm going. But that's the point of the stroke game, right? And then sometimes if you're whether you're missionary or doggy style, let's say dog, let's just say doggy style, but y'all both laying flat. Sometimes you just want to, you know, maybe close your legs and just do a deep stroke, you know. So like you're at, you're scraping the bottom, whichever way your penis is yeah. doing it. You're, you know oh, what I'm saying? You want to get that. Oh yeah. You want to get that back in, or you getting that different Whoa. angle? That that yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're getting that slow and deep. Yeah. Thing, I'll tell you, we feel it. When you're going so we are getting all the sensations. Right. But that's why it drives us crazy. Okay. When you have a good stroke game, you're slowing it down and you're going, you know, and you're doing all you're changing it up, and you're doing all these different positions. But when you're pounding, all you feel is the pounding. Right. All that other stuff, it's it's lost. Right. So some women can't come when they're being pounded. Right. I can come when I'm being pounded, but I have to have, you can't just do that. Boom, 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 boom. I need some buildup. I have to have the buildup other ways. And then if you speed up, that'll push me over the edge. Right. Again, that's the stroke game. Right. It's not, you know, a, a marathon's 26.2 right. miles. It's not jackhammer. You can sprint the last one mile. 100%. What did you do in the other 25.2 if you fucking suck in the other 25.2 you're not getting her to the finish line so there was a guy that used to have a whole thing called stroke game and Did he? he was teaching people about teaching guys how to stroke where know, is this guy strokes. i need him on the show where is he i don't know i gotta see if i can find him on facebook find him. i used to he used to be in a group with me i gotta find him i'll find, find him. him oh my god but he had a thing like you gotta have 50 strokes you know, I, and, but all right. So let me say this for guys. I don't know how many it is, but so I'm just say, saying like. No, no, let me say this for guys. A lot of guys will come before you get to 50 strokes. That's number one. Number two, but it deals with another aspect of discipline. Yeah. Is allowing your, is not allowing yourself to come. If you start to feel yourself to come as a man, you need to back off. You need to continuously just stroke that pussy for a while. That's right. Yeah. And a lot of times, men are just where we think that when we have sex, we have to, we have to come. Yeah. And so I was explaining to my friend that I was like, after I come the first time, whether I come within the first 10, 15 minutes or it takes a, a half an hour, once I come the first time, 
and I go back up, it's going to be a long minute for the next one because I do not come, I do not have multiple orgasms a lot. So when I go up, I'm up and I'm, let's go. But my mind is focused on stroking the pussy. It's not just jackhammer. I'm going to mix it up with some fast ones. You know, I'm going I'm to grab her shoulders and give her yeah. some of that. You know, I'm going to turn her over, you know, give her some of the, you know, that, you know, I'm going to move them hits. I mean, you got to stroke it up. You got to mix it up. Yeah. And in particular, what you're looking for is where does my dick hit her sensitive spots? Right. Now, some and, guys who have... And they're all over. And some guys who have... Right, exactly. Guys who have long dicks and, and thick dicks, I mean, you might be able to get it all, you know? Um, but if you jackhammer, you're not going to really get them all. You just jackhammer. But for guys who not, may not be as big or girth-wise, or guys who have girth who are maybe smaller guys, maybe, you know, um, you know that circular stroke game is great for them, you know? Yeah. Yep. But they but they need to stay focused on that and not just thinking about coming. That's the problem when guys think about just coming. You know, think about finding out what makes her tick. Because once I find out what your spots are, now I'm gonna do all these other things. And then when I want you to come, now I'm gonna give you the shit that I know is gonna make you come. And that's about control. I wanna control your fucking orgasm. But yeah. people just wanna have sex. Yeah. I know. I want it to be that's funny. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like basically people, a lot of times what I say is like, you just want to masturbate with someone. A guy just wants to masturbate, basically masturbate with a woman's pussy. A woman just wants to masturbate on somebody's cock. Yes. You can jerk off of that. We've all been there, but I could stay home and do, I'm at the point where like I could stay home and get myself off better and right. have really more fun. Just right. fantasizing, visualizing, watching some porn, doing what I do. And, and that be that. Right. I want when I go and I'm with somebody, mm-hmm. you know, again, and this is just even casually, I want it to be, you're going to love this word. I want it to be an experience. Yes. I want the experience. I'm there for the, the sexual experience. experience. Right. If, if you're a live body with a heartbeat and a hard dick, you know, I'm here to fuck you. I want an experience. I'm not here for 20 year old, like let's pound it out really fast. Right. And I'm just going to pound, pound, pound and get myself off. And hey, girly, have a nice day. Right. What does that fucking do for me? Nothing. Right. I think calling it out to guys, listen, and you know who you are out there, guys. Step up your fucking stroke game. Because you're going to come across someone like me who's going to show up the second time, come through that door. If you're lucky, come back the second time. Because I'm there, you know, like I did with socks. I Because I knew there was potential. I knew he wasn't. Uh, the first time, it was just like, uh, uh, it wasn't that great. But I understood the reasons why. I came right. back the second time and I was like, it's not going down like time one. Let me right. tell you how it is going to go down. This is what we're going to do. Right. You know, first of all, get all these little toys you think you're using. No. Right. You're going to stand right there. Get your fucking dick hard. Right. I'll help you do it. <laughs> I'm here to help you do it. And I'm going to show you how to fuck this pussy. And that's what some, again, and it's not me trying to like say, oh, he, you know, he's, anything bad about him it's that guy you know and women you need to tell guys what you like if you guys listen to if anybody listened to that podcast i did with um when i did it was called girl talk and i did that with mickey that's one of my favorite like a lot of people love that podcast she was kind of calling the same thing she's like women don't fake orgasms don't pretend if the sex if this guy's good you know he's good when he's not right just you gotta you know you gotta give him feedback you gotta give him feedback 
back. And again, I think it goes back to kind of the first, you know, one of the first things we were talking about tonight is honesty. I don't know why people have people have a hard time with it, but I'll tell you what. Uh, Sox didn't have a hard time with that feedback. He was happy to get his dick hard. And you know what? Right. We fucked like animals. Nice. Animals. On the drive home, I could smell him all over me. Right. Me that. Because we were so physical. Right. And we were sweating so much. I mean, right. we were sweating. Right. I, I mentioned this in my podcast. She was like, I go, I walk in there. You'll like this part. I walked in with a fucking blowout. And I, you know, in California with no humidity, right? right? So it's right. like nice and straight and smooth. Right. I walked out of there like I'd been living in the South my whole damn life. I mean. That's what I'm talking about. You curled my fucking hair. Good. That means you fucked me good. Good. Yeah. His stroke game is yeah. official. Good. He, he, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So anyway, let's work on the stroke game. Guys, work on your stroke game, please. Just think about it. Be, or at least start thinking about it. So here's the thing. Think about 50 strokes before you come. Just guys, just... What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Give it to me. 50 strokes. 50 oh. strokes. Try to stroke the pussy 50 times before you come. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because that gives them yeah. a goal. Of course, you don't want to be like one, two, three, four. Yeah. I mean, of course, the butt... I don't want people to get... But, yeah. but you're trying to pace yourself because if you're there with your eyes closed and you're too excited, you're going to come fast. Yeah. Right? And... The point of of what we're saying is you're trying to get her off. You're trying to understand what exactly buttons to push in her so you can make her come when you want to. That's about control and being able to, you want her to think about you like, I know who can make me fucking come. I know who can fucking do what I need. She just don't want to, she can put a fucking dildo between her legs. But if she wants a motherfucker to satisfy her, you want to be the one that she thinks of, you know, hit that motherfucker's stroke. Game. Don't you don't want to be the guy that she will choose her dildo over you? Right, exactly. Don't be, don't go being that guy. Come on. You want her to think of like, you know what? I know who can scratch this itch I have. Yes, I know the guy. All right, I'm ready. That, that's the guy you want to be. Okay. Now the next thing is we're talking about getting the fuck out of your head and not ruining the moment. That was, I think, something you brought up. I thought it was interesting. I'm like, let's, okay, let's talk about that on a podcast. Okay, so. You know, sometimes you can be in the mood, you can be in a certain situation with a person. And let's say you're in a mode of like, okay, I want this to be just casual sex. Let's just say casual sex. Right? Okay. Or just sexual relationship. And so you can start thinking like, well, if we do certain things, that's like relationship kind of stuff, then I'm taking this down that road. Mm-hmm. And then you start to, behave different and then that throws things off yeah chemistry is such a hard thing it is that when you have someone that you have good chemistry with you don't want to overthink it you know you don't want to overthink it you don't want to fuck it up you don't want to fuck up what a person is willing to bring to the table or give to you because you're thinking that well what she's bringing means that she wants a relationship but that may not be what it means you know, like yeah. we're, we're more mature right now. So in my late 40s, I found that as long as I'm honest about where I stand, then I can, can receive her attention, her affection, her her sex or everything, her kindness without me thinking, man, she's going to take this to somewhere different than I want to be. Yeah. You know, because then I'll start acting different. You know, I won't be as... um 
engaging. I may not be as available. You start playing those games. Yeah. So I would say, obviously, I think that this will, I don't know how, I can't tell you how that applies to a man, obviously. I know men go through that too. Right. But I would say that this is women a lot. Okay. I know women a lot. We are in our heads. I'm guilty of it sort of in a different way. Not in the moment where I'll fuck up a moment per se. Right. I'm more like, I will take that moment. I'm like, I make a mental note. I will freeze that moment in time. Right. And then I will go and analyze that seven ways to Sunday for a week straight. And then maybe I'll, you know, come back and say something. about Right. But the thing is, is that I don't fuck it up in the moment, but what I'll do is I know what it's like to sort of overanalyze things, but I think, and there's certain things, you know, there's certain things that we, you know, with the relationships and relating to other people, we sort of have a good handle on and we don't. My thing is at least what I think people that, you know, what guys can expect from me when they're with me is, I may be mulling it over for a while. You won't know. Right. You won't know. You won't know. Right. And, and it might be a week later. But you don't even know. That, that's so far gone in your review mirror. You don't know the fuck I'm talking about. Right. And But I will come back and be honest about it. I will. Okay. Like, if, if I feel it's important enough, I okay. will come back and have an honest conversation about it. Like, okay. I'll say, you know, I just got, like, if I can't, that's the thing. I, I have a, I let it set and settle. And... Before I just, because I think a lot of times what we say in the moment for women, for, or actually, men too, I mean, maybe I shouldn't even just say women. You know, if you're just like reacting in the moment, mm-hmm. it's not always well thought out. Like right. if you start getting your head, getting in your head in the moment, you know, and like, and then you're just reacting, you're really just reacting. Right. So take that, whatever it is, you can think about it. And as long as you're with, you know, somebody that's decent, they shouldn't have a problem with you bringing it up. In a well thought out way, right. you can't be a you know you can't be an asshole or a bitch about it. You right. have to bring you know I mean, but bringing it up and to have dialogue and communication with somebody is okay. I feel right, and and then you're you know if you but the key I think is in my mind what's always served me well is to wait, right, <laughs> wait and sleep on it. Sleep on it, sleep on it, sleep on it. You know, however long it takes before you're like, yeah, no, you know what? You can solve a lot of this shit yourself. Right. I was getting in my head. I was about ready to, you know, ruin the moment. I'm glad I didn't. Right. Uh, I held back. I thought about it. It's not that big of a fucking deal. Deal. Right. Right. But people want to be reactionary. Mm -hmm. And, And that's, you know, I always find that when you're approaching somebody like that you're in for me i feel like when i'm just reacting like i'm in i'm in a position of weakness uh-huh. you should you owe it to yourself pull back a little bit sleep on it right and you know i have the 24-hour rule but sometimes it takes me a week okay. and then like, because by then you know you just kind of go no I, right. I, I that's totally my review mirror it's not even important right. and you you know and you let it go but i don't know maybe yeah, I think it's what we were talking about earlier, even with guys who or people who will meet somebody like, yeah, we're just going to fuck. And the next thing you know, they're like, well, damn, this person hasn't fallen for me. And then they start to get into that mode of like, let me see if I get her to fall for me, you know, that kind of stuff. And so or get him to fall for me. And it's that kind of thinking that fucks up 
good things. Like you might have a good thing going with this person. And that doesn't necessarily mean it can actually mesh into a, a relationship that is like long term. But it's okay to enjoy that in the moment. Absolutely. Uh, and I know, I know personally, I've fucked up some shit before just being in my life. And she might, man, I think she wants a relationship. And, and I fucked it up. You know, I know yeah. I fucked it up. Just doing, don't, you know, just being like, okay, let me be a little bit more standoffish, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. And I should have just received what I was getting, you know? And yeah. so I've learned to in, be in the moment. We already have, if we already have this upfront communication understanding, then let me enjoy the moment. Because I think that even in some situations, you still want to enjoy someone's company and knowing that this is like, there's a ceiling to it, but shit, everything underneath the fucking ceiling is pretty fucking great. So why fuck with it, right? But people can't, I think as human beings, we can't help but feel that connection and want to have it possessively for ourselves. Well, I think that we have to, it's like you said, the thing with, we have to label it. We got to put it somewhere. It has to be something. Right. Instead of, you know, it's just somebody, this is my true definition of a friends with benefits. Right. That you can actually relax enough, you have good sex, and you can just, you enjoy that person for who they are and what they bring to the table in the the time and the moments that you're together. Right. Period. Period. That's it. That's it. That's it. There's no, nothing that goes beyond that. Every time you leave them, there's no expectation of what's the next. Absolutely. Well, it has to be moving at this pace. Now we have to turn it into this. No, you don't. You really, really well. Who is she talking to? Is she talking to someone else? Is she doing something to someone else? None of that stuff. Yeah. None of that stuff. Yeah. Just, I have to say that for me, those types of relationships. I mean, and of course, this is an evolution. You know, like I was just as I was listening to you talking earlier, I was like, I was saying to myself, God, thank fucking God, I'm not in my twenties anymore. What a shit right. show. I mean, that? you know, like, but they're fucking though. They're fucking with no expectations. They're they're doing great. A lot of them. They're doing great. It's the 30-year-olds that struggle. You think so? I think it's the... Okay, I don't know. I mean, I I, I don't know. Because, you know, the 30-year-olds are looking for relationships. I think it's the 20-year-olds. But, you you know what? It, well, I guess the point is, is that they're at some point, you know, you have to... It, within your evolutionary process, mm-hmm. you have to be in the shit show. Right, yes. <laughs> so we all had to go into the shit you gotta show. got to go through the gauntlet. You got to go to the shit show to move on. Yes. From it to go, this is the fucking shit show. I don't want to where it dawns on you like, oh, hey, guess what? Ding, ding, ding. I could do something else. Else, right. I am in control of my situation in my life. And I can, I actually can change this. And then you start working on that. Right. But truly, when I feel the most, I guess, evolved or maybe even if I say proud of myself, it is really just that in the fact that, I have gotten to that point where I can just appreciate somebody for who they are in the moment, right. period. Right. But that takes a very evolved person, uh, someone who knows themselves and understands. And we all have things that are not productive to bring to some given situations. And you have to work on minimizing those things. Yeah. Right? I mean, we all do. And maybe you and I have a better way of dealing with that. You, I, and people like this and other people struggle there. But it's a it's a matter of being efficient too. We believe in just being efficient and not wasting time. Time is precious. If 2020, if 2020 hasn't told us anything, time is very precious. 
But also that when you said being efficient, to me, efficient and truthful are synonymous. 100%. I just want people to understand that being efficient. You can't be efficient in relationships and not be truthful. You cannot be. You're just a lying fuck. I mean, like, <laughs> sorry. Yes. I don't mince words. When And th- the work that it takes to perpetrate all the lies is tremendous. Honesty is efficiency. Lying is inefficiency. Right. Lying creates more work. It creates more work. It creates problems for your problems. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You didn't have that problem, but now you do. And three more. Yes. So not, it's just like, it's, it's not, not worth even it. worth it. It's not worth it's it. just not worth it. Right. But I think it takes, honestly, I mean, it does take, right? You have to, I think I'm one, I'll say, that I have to learn the hard way. You can tell me, don't put your hand on that hot stove. It's right. fucking hot. You still don't touch it. I have to learn it. Those are the, and the thing is, is, those are the best lessons because once you've learned it, you're like, oh, once you've had that experience, you're like, oh, right. you want to, and you want to avoid that. So it's, it's for me, and you know, it's been from trial and error and, you know, and get on people because I'm, I'm trying to help them like shortcut it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you know, just have it an open, honest conversation. I get all these messages about, People that, for whatever reason, it doesn't matter what the subject is, really, that they can't be honest with their significant other about something. Right. And I'm like, that's bullshit. You absolutely can. You are choosing not to. Let's be clear here on what's going on. Right. You are choosing not to. Right. And you are part of the problem. Right. You want to be part of the solution or part of the problem? Fixing this, depending on how you want the outcome to go, you know, I mean, it's it just like... Okay, you know, it could be like it could literally be like I totally hate this woman. I have no attraction. Like I just I can't stand being married to her. Right. But but I'm gonna go out and cheat and cheat and cheat. How about you just have a conversation about like it, it with like a real short sentence? Like look, look, I'm sorry, it's over. Yes. <laughs> right. But instead, like, they'll literally they go through all these gyrations. I'm like God. Excuses and all that. Right. If you could step outside yourself and see this from an objective point of view, what the fuck would you be thinking of yourself? You'd be like, oh, damn, I need, you know, I, okay, I got to get my shit together and I just need to tell the truth. But, you know, so there's a reason why I say the truth will set you free. It really does. I yes, mean, there's, it does. it's not a cliche. Right, no. It's not a cliche. Yeah. No, it really no. is. And, and in relationships, it's the best way to be. I always say, it's like, I know it's hard. I'm not saying it's, it's hard, hard as hell. Never said it was easy. It is not. Mm-hmm. But it's so much better than, like I said, like, you know, just walking into a sex act with someone going, right. no, you know, listen, no, no. You need a little, we need, we need to turn this around. Because right. if not, we're not even going to get started. I'll just keep, I'll walk right out that door. Right. You know, like, and, you know, people, it's funny. People really do handle the truth so much better than we think they will in our heads. Yes. It, it's amazing. I've made my, I've, you know, I've really built my life and my career on being overly honest. And you know what? It works. It does work. Not everybody may it like works. it, but it works. Yes. Let's talk about hookups. Hooking it up, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> hookups. All right. What's, what's up with hookups? Well, I get, do you want me to, you want me to like lead the charge on this one? Yeah. Lead the charge on this one. So I think we were going to kind of talk about uh, hooking up how people are hooking up okay. uh, and in this kind of day and age, uh, it's definitely via some sort of technology. It's right. online through an app, 
whatever. Mm-hmm. I personally have found that I I like the hookup site. But you said something different about the apps. I'm going to let you get to that. But for me, I've been more every one of the guys that I have. And I just I told you this before we started. As I haven't said this before. Every one of the guys that um, I have on the guys list, and I haven't put all, all of them on there, but but you've heard me talk about them. Every one of the guys that I've talked about on the podcast, with the exception of Mr. Big, by the way. Okay. Mr. Big different. Right. That just goes way back. But every one of the guys has been from one website. Wow. That's amazing. I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want everybody like like getting on there. I was amazed by the site that you said. And I'm like, okay. I know. You were. You were. You were. Yeah. Right. But because uh, there's so many other platforms. Yeah. And honestly, for me, what I've learned is because a lot of these apps, now what you're on doesn't isn't exclusive to location, but these other apps, let's say Tinder, uh, Bumble, and uh, there's another one. I can't remember. Somebody's told me about. But those things work by location. So when I went to Toronto, my shit was buzzing. And I'm like looking at the women on there like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yes. But in my personal city here in Philadelphia, I'm like, no, not really. Well, so here's the thing, though. I just want to say for my, even for my online thing, you just like do do right. a different search and like boom, 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 right, boom. Right, right, right. And so a lot of times guys will hit me up that are from somewhere else. And they're like, hey, I'm going to be, they've done that search, right? They're right. going to be like, hey, I'm going to be in your area. Right. And they're, you know, and they're sending me, you know, they're sending me messages. But now this particular site, of course, they have their website, but they also have an online, they have, you can, you know, download the app. I don't use the app. I don't know okay. why. I just, I've gotten into the habit of just doing it online. I, okay. I don't really want, I don't want the app on my phone. I don't know why. Right. Eh. I've got enough fucking apps on my phone. I feel like Pretty my much. Fu- I got an app for apps. Every day there's fucking 15 updates yes. that need to happen. I'm like, yes. uh-uh, I'm tired of it. So no, I'm not overcomplicating things. But as far as, you know, hookups and all that, I mean, the site that I told you about, like, I mean, I'm bombarded. Crazy. Every fucking time I log in, sometimes like I wish, here's the thing, the only thing I don't like about it. I wish you could log in without people knowing you're online. Right. They don't have that feature. Mm. So when you log in, you're online. Yeah, it comes up. You're on. It comes up that you're online. Right. And then guys just start, you know, messaging. I'll get in there to just check my inbox. Right. Wanting to get back. Like, I'm like, oh, I know I need to get back to that guy or blah, blah, blah you know, whatever. It's, right. just, it's usually for a specific reason. And then, motherfucker, I mean, I'm just getting like, it's just boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, and then that pushes down, you know, that's pushing down like the guys you were trying to find. Right. And then you're digging through this onslaught in your inbox because you don't know. It's not like somebody's name. You can't say, I need Bob Jones. Now, right. it's all handles. You know, I mean, you don't memorize their handles. You don't know. Who so and now, I'm, now I'm like, where's his picture? Where's his, where's his, uh, you know, avatar picture or whatever. And you're searching and then you're trying to do it. And then there's a lot going on. People like, you know, PMing you and then they're add me as a friend. And, you know, it just like you get on there and this big volume of activities right. are going on. So that would be the only thing that I would say is a little bit of a downside. But I would highly recommend it. And I told you, you should get on there because you know what it is. But there's a shit ton of people on there. Right. And and they are there to it's not match.com people. It, they are there to hook it up. Right. So they have an app called Plenty of Fish. And I know, but that's like a that's a fuck app. And, and there's another app. I can't remember the name of this app. But I thought that was a dating app. I thought that was like no, a match. Plenty of fish is guys look at it the fuck. 
And there's another app, and I'll get you the name of this one. But it's like a fuck right now app. Like, where are you right now? And where oh, are we going to meet the fuck? I don't do Okay, that one I don't want. I, I don't right. do that. I like, can't remember the name of this app, but I'll find out and I'll send it to you. You got to be, I, I have to qualify you first. I have right. my process. You got to be, you got yeah. a qualified person? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yes. I told you my system, right? Do you remember? Yes, I remember your system. Okay. I have my system. It's tried and true. I won't deviate from it. And, so, and I, the time that I did, I ugly fucked. Remember? I did an episode about ugly fucking. I ended uh, up with some ooh. guy and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Ugly fuck. Ugly fuck. Yeah, that's horrible. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I let some guy uh, less than attract, way less uh, than attracted to. Uh, I, but it's stick as dick in me because it was awkward. I'm in a hotel room. I will say the only good news of that story is, you know, he licked my pussy maybe come twice. At least, I, you know, so that was that's just, good. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's when good. you're closing your eyes. You're just thinking about other right. shit. Right. There you go. Keep them open next that's time. Right. Look at the ceiling. Yeah. And uh, right. I'm just like, I'm off in La La Land. I'm fantasizing. It's somebody else down there. And then, uh, yeah. And then, you know. And he had to get his. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It, fortunately, it was it, for him. It was quick. So right. You know, like all right, put that condom on. Let's just like let me. It's funny. Like like a lot of times, if I want to, when I don't, when I don't want to see, like if I don't, if I don't like you that much, or I'm not that into you, I want right. doggy style. Uh, right. <laughs> don't make me don't, look at you. Don't make me look at you. Just don't let me tell you something. Guys, fuck an ugly girl. It's just to get a nut. Fuck it. Cut the lights off. I'm just going to go in. And guys don't have a problem with ugly fucking. We'll fuck an ugly you girl. You do. I know. I know. Guys are, they, you guys will ugly fuck. I just cannot. Yeah. Like, I mean, because we're just trying to get a nut off. We're just trying to get that nut off. We don't want to do it ourselves. I don't feel like doing it myself. Fuck, I fuck this ugly girl. I don't want to do it myself tonight. Not tonight. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Well, aren't you kind of, but you're doing the work anyway, right? You're like having to do your stroke game. I fucked this ugly girl with a banging body. I was like, her body was gorgeous. Oh, you died. <laughs> what? I was, this is years had, ago, but her body had, was so beautiful. I was like, I gotta do that. Her face was had, like, She uh, had butter face. She had butter face, but her her <laughs> body, baby, it, like what these young girls is doing with surgery, her body was like that naturally. She was built. And I was like, did you fuck did it. you just flip her over and just fuck her from the back then so you don't have to look at her face? No. Bury her I, face I, in a pillow. Baby, I'll but even if be chest to chest, I don't look at her face. I'm looking straight oh, forward. That's true. She's looking at that's my true. chin. She's looking underneath my chin and my throat. I'm oh. stroking away. Wait, I got so I got a question for you. So here's this is this is the interesting thing. We know how we're talking about eye contact. Right. I remember okay, so the last time I was with socks, and you know, it was like like I said, super physical. We were just and, and super graphic and okay. we we even went it was funny we even, <laughs> it even got racial <laughs> oh shit it got racial it got racial okay he's like, it's he's that time like, it's that time yeah. he even got me like I said, it was just so like right it was all know. over right it was all over and he even got racial he's like you know you know like you fuck this black dick black dick matters you know right. and I was oh, just like shit Yes, and I was wow. like, I was, and then and so I was like, yeah, because you know, I, was, you know, I said, fuck this white pussy, because white fucking pussy matters too. Oh, shit. Make it, you make this white fucking pussy matter. You know, oh, make it come. No. Like, oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! We went to no. the we went to the gutter, but anyway, listen. Oh no! 
Okay, okay. But the funny part is, as we're doing this, like I'm just like scratching him and like right. grabbing him. Right. We're sweating. Right. And and um and uh but like you know as we're going we're going I'm like I'm trying to come right and so right. I'm closing my I'm closing my eyes and I lo- I open him. He's got his fucking eyes open. He's like piercing me like a fucking laser beam. Right. Like you know and I'm like. He's looking at you being pleasure. He's looking at you. I'm like, like right. okay, 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 okay. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm hoping. To, but I'm like, but you know, it's a, it's a little bit drawing. I'm like, oh, he's fucking looking at me. It didn't matter. I closed my eyes. I'm like, I don't care. You, right. you fucking look look away, right? right. Yeah, because you can see I'm into it. I mean, definitely, I was into it. He could see that on my face. He could see it in, you know, in right. my, yeah. See what I'm saying? But, he was stroking <laughs> with his eyes open, bro. <laughs> he's fucking that white he was, pussy. He's fucking <laughs> that white, white pussy. pussy. <laughs> Oh hey, white pussy man. I can't fucking do it with you tonight. Oh my god, white <laughs> pussy madness. This is out of pocket. <laughs> but it's it's what turn, gonna, but it's what turns you on in the moment. Slogan. It's not gonna be black pussy matter or uh, black black lives matter anymore. Right. I'm not saying that, I'm just saying we're right. gonna we're, we're gonna do a takeoff on that. We're gonna be like black dick matters. Right, black <laughs> dick matters. Yes, it does. Listen, but right, and but that's in the moment. And when you know, well, when you're having fun, it's yeah. not offensive, right? No, it's oh like, no. this is I what mean, we're here we, for, right? We this is what just, we're here for. We're having, we're having fun, talk shit. Let's we just, go. We, we were going for it. Yeah, we That's were going good. for it. That's yeah. good. I know, That's good. I know. It was, I laughed later. I was like, oh, Jesus. I mean, like, I never get into, like, racial right. stuff, you know? Right, and I was right. like, absolutely. When he said, like, yeah, fuck this black dick. Black dick matters. And I was like, like, like all right, yeah, well, yeah. Oh my god! If I could have been a fly on the wall to hear that shit. Oh my god! If I could have heard that shit. I know, but you know what? That's the see. That's when you know you're having fun. Yeah. If you're really when you're letting loose, right? And you're just going for it. One hundred percent. And and to me, and again, that's how I want it to be. I don't want plain old, boring, right? Front of the mill, right? You know, standard. Stuff and right. not and again, I'm not. Sometimes when you're with the right person, what's fun is you can do the full gamut. Right. But the cool thing is when you're with somebody, regardless of the commitment level, when you're with somebody that you can do the full gamut with, and it doesn't have to mean anything more than enjoyment and just straight out fun. Right. That's the best. It is the best. That's what I'm after. You know, right. that's what, you know, and I think now layer something different on that because we have a lot of different listeners. What if you have, you layer on all of the, you know, the love and the intimacy and the time and affection and all this, you could be with that person for like, what, you know, put that on the, to frost that cake with that. Holy shit. You know, like, but the, right. <laughs> You're like, frost that cake, baby. Frost that cake with that. And, and. No, you are to roll tonight. You got some good shit. The thing is, if you can't, if you're with somebody and you can't do the full gamut, you know, like, right. you, you know, you're frosting a single layer fucking flat ass cake. Oh, you know, like, I don't, I don't want that. You know, I'd rather have multi-tiered with no frosting and be able to just enjoy it and all the different intricacies of it mm-hmm. with that person and be able to go, you know, explore all these different things. Then have the intimacy be a prohibitor of, you know, like, oh, we can't do this because, you know, that's my wife. Or we can't do that because that's my boyfriend. We're conservative. Oh, no, no, no. You know, it's like, listen, 
you guys, people get out there, explore the hell out of sex. It's very fun. There's so many different avenues and ways to get open yourself up to it. Yeah. You know, yeah. open yourself up to feeling yeah. being pleased and want to please someone without putting your own fucking stamp on it. I think that's one of our themes tonight. Yes. Yeah. Now let's get back to I got off. I I'm talking about fucking bacon cakes and frosting. Right. We oh, oh, but we were talking about hookups. Right. <clears throat> and just you know, like I'm all for you know people want to do their hookups. Use these fucking sites. They're out there or apps. You know, like you're like you're suggesting. They're out there. Use them. Be honest in your profile. This is what I want to say. This is the number one thing. Don't fucking lie in your profile. If you're married, say you're fucking married. If you're single, you're single. If you're overweight, you're, you know, they have a little thing. You can say a little extra padding. Right. What the fuck? You know what? I think what happens is you'll be shocked. Like I'll see, and we see this on, you know, different, we, we see this just on like Tumblr or Twitter or like, you know, mm. or the different feeds. Like so many different shapes, sizes, looks, and people are going, there's a, whatever it is. Mm. There's a group going gaga for it. Don't, you know, don't get on there and get caught up in your head right. of what you think the societal perfection is, the, you know, like looking like you're on the cover of Vogue. On it. On the above. You know what? It's bullshit. I want to, this is more to, to women because I don't think, I think guys, they, they do it somewhat. Right. Women, it's way, it's way more common with us. I guarantee you. If you put up an honest profile, you'll be blown away at the amount of guys that'll be clamoring for you. For you. You need to know that. Don't deny yourself that because there is, trust me, there is something out there for everybody. And I, I mean, I see some fucked up shit and I'm like, whoa. And then I'll look and I'll be like, this has been reblogged 50,000 times. Or this person. Like a hundred people responded on a picture if they can, you know, a hundred guys. Mm -hmm. I'm like looking at some of these guys. I'm like, God, I'd fucking do that guy. I mean, like, I'm like, right. I'm like, these are guys, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. totally attracted to. And it's something strange or whatever. And they're just like, oh baby, like that fucking does it for them. So you, you know, you just got to be, be who you are and let that bring to you the, you know, the people you can have the most fun with, best chemistry with really. And here's the thing, be who you are. But if being who you are isn't comfortable for you to display, you need to work on that. You need to work on that. If you don't like the way you look, work on that. If you don't like the way you may write something to be more attractive, then get someone to write something for you. But, you know, as far as being yourself uh, virtually, as far as imagery-wise, if you don't like it, then get the fuck off. I mean, you know, and work on it. Work on yourself. It only takes a little bit to change your eating habits and working out and, you know, whatever. But again, like you said, like there's a lot of people that don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. But there's a lot of, and again, you know, because everybody, we're all, you know, we come in just different shapes, sizes, packages, everything. And there's women on there. They are putting it out there. Yes. They are super curvy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say even some of them in the, uh, you know, they call themselves, you know, I think it's a like BBW or what, you know, like, it's like I don't even actually quite frankly know what that stands for. I just know like when I see that it's a woman that's, you know, that's a lot larger, you know, mm -hmm. maybe, mm -hmm. several, maybe several hundred pounds. BBW, big bone woman. Is that, okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, and I'm like I said, I'm looking, 
the guys that are like, oh, I mean, dying for it. Like, that's their type. They fucking love that. Right. Now, and to your point to what you were saying, I actually mentioned this, I think, on a, I think just I really literally on my one of my last podcasts. Like, I don't know if it was the last one I did or the mm-hmm. one before. What I said to women is, if you're feeling less than confident, you know, because a lot of times women are asking me, like, how do you stay so interested in sex? Because a lot of times right. women lose interest in sex. Yes. And I'll tell you why they're losing interest in sex. And I'm going to be on, you know, I mean, oh, this is just a fact. Okay. You've lost the women. Are, when women get caught up in their own insecurities, they're losing interest in sex. Mm. Now, sometimes there's hormonal stuff that goes mm-hmm. on, too. But I guarantee you, you're not going to see some 50-year-old woman who's in banging shape. Mm-hmm. That's not interested in sex. Right. If you let your start, what happens is mm-hmm. for women, you know, we get caught up in, oh, we're a wife. Oh, we're a mom. Oh, we get yeah. caught up in these roles in our minds. We're not sexy anymore. We're in a different phase in our life. Whatever that dialogue and rhetoric is, mm-hmm. fuck that shit. Right. You need to, when people say, well, how do you, you know, like women will ask me like, well, how do you stay so, uh, you know, interested in sex? And I'd, I'd like to, but you know, it's like to them, they're saying, well, it seems like a good thought. Listen, here's the key exercise. Right. And what I said was do this, take pictures of yourself naked. You don't have to send them to anybody. Mm -hmm. Take a picture of yourself naked. Exercise for a week. I'm not qualifying the level of exercise you're doing. That could be a 30-minute walk every day. Whatever it is that you do Mm -hmm. that shows yourself that you're investing in yourself consistently every day, magically, your mindset will change. Yes. You are going to, by the end of the week, and like I said, you don't have to be killing it, but the minute that you say, I'm important. I put myself on the list. I'm doing this for me. Mm-hmm. You're going to start to feel good. Now take a picture on the first week. Now at the right. end of the week, take another picture. Right. I'll bet you money at the end of the week. You're going to be, if you exercise it, you're going to be like, Oh my God, you're going to be like, I look sexier. And you, right. because you do a, the exercise is, you know, starting to pay off, but you're going to be like, you are starting to see yourself. You're on your way to seeing yourself through the lens that other people, like the guys are seeing you as. Right. Guys will find you attractive and then you can repel them with your lack of confidence or lack of sex drive or whatever. But if you want to be able to, you know, you want to be able to own it and be your full on sexy, you know, sexy self. And again, do how, whatever bit of exercise you want, however many times a week consistent, consistently, you'll be horny. It builds up your testosterone. It will bring your testosterone levels up. It's just the way it goes. And you'll want more sex, but you'll you'll feel better. You'll yes. feel sexier, uh-huh. you know? And so I just think for women, that's super important that we remember to take time out for ourselves and care for our bodies uh-huh. and our physical well-being and when you do that, you're going to think you're like the sexiest woman alive. Yeah, love yourself and, more. And th- and once that happens, then the onslaught mm. of, you know. Confidence is everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you we've already talked about that. When, when somebody's confident, you would rather, tell me if I'm right, you would rather have sex with a woman who's got... A, you know, a, let's say a less than a, a 10 body, whatever, whatever a 10 is, I don't, you know, a, a, right. That's a moving target that less than like, let's say the stereotypical American 10, you would rather have sex with a woman that's a less than a 10 that's confident. Who's there to fucking, she's there to fucking rock your world mm-hmm. and her own and her own versus 
a true 10 who's insecure, fucked up in the head, all worried about the lights, the angles. I don't look right, you know. Right, yes. Is that, do you agree? Yes, hell yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like I said, I fucked up Butterface, but her body was banging. And her sex is pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Yes. Well, and I ugly fucked a guy and his oral skills were pretty fucking damn good. But uh, good, right? You got you came up. See? I love it. I made the best of a bad situation. Right, yes, you did. <laughs> I'm the eternal optimist. I'm like, hmm, how can I turn this around to my advantage? I'm here. I may as well get something out of it. Mm, mm, mm. You are out of pocket. <gasps> oh, okay. Well, I think. We did go longer than I wanted, but it was shorter than we usually do, and I feel good about this one. I do. Yes, we had a lot of fun. I know. All right. Well, I think it's a great time to end it, so I'll jump in and say, um, anybody, you know, if you want uh, questions or comments, of course, always, CuriousGirl at CuriousGirlDiaries.com. Go to the website, CuriousGirlDiaries.com, and scroll to the bottom. You can follow me through all my social media there. I'm not going to try to give you all the different handles because they're different everywhere, but just it'll link you directly. Um, And I would always, always, always love a five-star review on iTunes. If you you do a five-star review, please take a picture of it and make sure that you bring it to my attention, and I will give you a shout-out. All right. Now, sir, where can they find you? They can find me at Sir INQ on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, and Kingspace. Come to Kingspace where you can be who you want to be, post what you want to post. Go to Kingspace. And meet who you want to meet and have fun. That's what it's for. Yes, absolutely. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.